Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 24. In this portion of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus discusses our proper relationship with money and personal possessions. I know we all struggle in various degrees with this issue. Remember, what you are committed to in your heart reveals what is important to you, even more than what you say. This section begins with some of the best-known words of Jesus. Please listen carefully to Pastor Jim's message entitled, Where is Your Heart? We get a great description of all that is included in our heavenly inheritance, even now. But just consider a few of the treasures that you have now, the heavenly treasures that you have now in Christ. You have justification by faith. You've been declared righteous as if you had never sinned. You have redemption. You've been bought out of slavery to sin. You have reconciliation. You are no longer alienated from the God who created you. You have forgiveness. You will uh, therefore experience no condemnation for your sin. You have the privilege of prayer that we've seen earlier in this chapter. And He answers your prayers and gives you uh, things uh, according to His will. You have, according to Romans chapter 5, the love of God poured out in our hearts. You're on track for receiving the crown of righteousness, and you're declared righteous now. You have peace with God when you were formerly His enemy. You have fellowship with Him, and we have fellowship with each other, genuine partnership We have victory over Satan and sin. You have His Spirit within you, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and several other places. And you know what? He's working on a dwelling place in heaven for you. That's just a list of some of the stuff. Now, just think back to, oh, let's go go way back into ancient history. Let's remember back when we studied chapter 5 of Matthew, the Beatitudes. Just remember the promises that are there, and he says, they are yours and yours alone. In other words, only if you are in in me. What did he say we had? The kingdom of heaven, comfort in all of our affliction. We will inherit the earth. (laughs) We're heirs of, we're going to get to reign with him. How cool is that? satisfaction of the needs of your soul. You have mercy from God. You get, to, you get to see God, yes, now with spiritual eyes, but like we sang, in the moment He appears and the light from heaven shines, I'll forget every fear and leave every pain behind, and I'll see Him as He is. And I'll know as I am known. Wow. We really are heirs of God. And He promises that when we get knocked around here for living in light of our heavenly treasures, we have great reward in heaven. So the question posed by those two commands, don't treasure up things on earth, but treasure up things in heaven. The question is, are those things of heaven more important to you 
than your money and your stuff that you collect. All these things that we are waiting for, they're moth-proof, rust-proof, and burglar-proof. They will endure forever in all of their beauty. And if you're in Christ today, they belong to you irrevocably forever. And if you don't belong to Christ, you have none of that. You're going to get His perfect, glorious justice, which means tormented day and night forever and ever in the lake of fire. What a contrast. Treasure up the right treasures. How foolish to worry here on earth. How foolish to fear death when it's actually a promotion. How foolish to question salvation when it's all by His grace. How foolish to question His forgiveness. How short-sighted to question His wisdom or His plan when He has told us all about these things that we have. I found another great list. It came from somebody's commentator somewhere, so that will be my documentation for this. It was too good a list not to steal. He's given us in His Word all we need to know about a faithfulness that will never be removed from us, that we have a life that will never end. It's called eternal life. There's a spring of water within us that will never cease to bubble up as we drink of it and, and bathe in the, in the beauty of the forgiveness and the new life we have in Christ. We have a gift that will never be lost because God's the one who decides to give it. We are in the hand uh, out of which the good shepherd's sheep can never be snatched, John 10, 28. We're, we're in the midst of a chain of promises that is never broken, and it's a guarantee of the finality of our redemption, Romans 8, 29 and 30. Later in Romans, there's a love from which we will never be separated. There is a calling that will never be revoked, Romans 11. There's a, a foundation that will never be destroyed. We have that inheritance we read about that will never fade away, and perfect protection by the power of God until we are there to receive our inheritance. Wow! Can you treasure that treasure? Or are you assigning more value to keeping your stuff and being happy and, and, and comfortable here on earth? So, does this mean that we should go um, cash in all our savings Give it all away? Should we call a halt to business and commerce and just sit around and uh, contemplate heaven? Is uh, making a profit evil? Are earthly, wealthy people to be condemned? Well, the answer in every case is no. That's not the point of this. The point is, what is your heart most attached to. The Bible tells us that we need to be wise managers of what God has entrusted to us. The Bible teaches us, and we're reading through Proverbs in our Scripture readings on, uh, on Sunday mornings. You're going to see a whole bunch of stuff about saving up. Uh, we're, we're to save wisely. We're to borrow wisely. We're to invest wisely, to do none of it rashly or you know, with a carnal motivation. 
It, it tells us in Scripture that to fail to provide for our families is tantamount to uh, denying the faith. So how do you keep your balance? Well, the key to living in that tension between the fact that we have to have earthly things in order to live on earth, and we have to have our heart set on the, the things of heaven, well, how to keep that balance is in the next verse, verse 21, which is point number two of our outline, the reason for the commands. Why should you not treasure up treasures on earth, and why should you treasure up treasures in heaven? Well, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It's all about the importance that you attach to things, the value that you see in them. That determines their spiritual significance in your life. Just, you know, get somebody enrolled for the first time in a retirement account and account and all of a sudden they care about the stock market. See, what, what importance do you attach to something? Uh, years ago, there was, there was a span of about, I don't know, six or eight years that I uh, served on the board of a small Christian organization, and we had one board meeting a year. The people that did this ministry did it really well and didn't need any more oversight than that. And like most good organizations of its kind, it was just, it was just local, only in one place. Uh, they, they struggled to have enough money most of the time. They would, you know, when they get, got a little money, they would, they would do something. And uh, right after one of our annual board meetings, uh, someone had invited this group to apply for a one-time grant. I think it came from a foundation. They applied... And they were given a one-time gift of $10,000. That was 25 years ago or, or more. Back, you know, in, in that time, $10,000 was worth something. Uh, now it's a stimulus check. Um, there were no specific instructions attached to it. It's just on the basis of the credibility of who you are and what you do, we're giving you this $10,000. And so... The people that managed the ministry uh, were rather humbled by that, and they immediately put it in a savings account. It was the largest amount of money that organization had ever seen at one time. But we came together for the next board meeting. About 11 and a half months later, we went through all the stuff that you do at the board meetings, the, the, the financial situation, and um, we found on the ledger 10 thousand dollars in a savings account and um, they were asking you know do you think we should apply again this year and we on the board said well you know it would be kind of embarrassing to apply again when we still have the original gift that was given uh, a year ago and so we said um, what we'd really like you to do is spend that money well how and we said well there's one thing that you do, so take some of the money and invest it on letting more people know what you do, and take the rest of the money and spend it on doing what you do for the people that you find with the money that you spent telling them what you do. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.